Star Wars 7x7 episode 400. We are still on vacation and we are continuing our review of the archives of Star Wars 7x7 by revisiting our review of Revenge of the Sith, originally published in July of 2014. Punch it, Chewie! It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are still on vacation, as I mentioned at the top of the show, but I wanted to take a moment to mark the occasion of our 400th episode with a couple of thank yous to people without whom the podcast would not exist in its current form and actually would not exist at all in a couple of cases. But first of all, I wanted to say thank you to Scorekeeper Declan and Quizmaster Joe for their tremendous work over the year on the Star Wars Trivia Weekly Lightning Challenge. They've both done a stellar job and gotten better at it with every episode, and they're going to be getting a little bit of a break from time to time as we start to invite other people to be the quizzed, and I take over Quizmaster duties in upcoming episodes, so a little more on that later, but they will not be gone forever, they're just going to get the occasional week off. Also, big thanks to Kevin Scarrett of Flock Marketing, who did all the branding and imagery for us for the podcast, and it is still wonderful to look at even a year later. Like I don't get sick of it sometimes when you have designs done for you. You kind of get tired of it after a while. I still haven't. I can't believe what uh, wonderful and generous work he did for us, and so thank you, Kevin. And finally, thank you to Brainstormer Lonnie, who is also my better half, my business partner, and the person who supports me in doing this podcast on a daily basis, who supported the idea of starting this podcast well before it actually began, who helped everything in the planning stages, who has made the space for me to be able to pursue this, who's encouraged me to do things outside my comfort zone, like going to Star Wars Celebration and doing all the videos and interviews. Every good thing about this podcast and the way it changes and improves and evolves has her fingerprints on it, and it would not be nearly as successful as it is without her. So thank you, Lonnie. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Declan, for everything you've done to make this podcast the wonderful outlet it is today. All right, let's get into it. This is us putting our stake in the ground about Revenge of the Sith from the early days of the podcast. In talking about the whole trilogy, Phantom Menace was probably the most highly anticipated movie of all time, at least until Star Wars 7 got announced. Attack of the Clones, well, I think many fans like you and me hoped, like Empire Strikes Back before it, that the middle episode of the trilogy would be a doozy. I'm not saying it was bad. Other folks can do that. I'm just saying it didn't live up to my expectations or the expectations of many other people. But, but, Revenge of the Sith was where George had to stick the landing. I think we'd all been uh, giving up hope for something awe-inspiring by this point, but it's not to say I wasn't excited about seeing it. I was at the midnight showing of Revenge of the Sith, and this was the first time I saw a Star Wars movie in New Hampshire. Even in our sleepy little rural town of 7,000 people, fans filled the joint. I grew up in Los Angeles, where you take that kind of availability and energy for granted. There's nothing like the energy of a midnight showing. If you haven't done it before, you've definitely got to do it for Star Wars 7. My elder son, who will be 13 when it comes out, is already on board. As a Star Wars fan, you know what has to happen in this movie, and some folks think that dampens the enjoyment of it. 
Nonsense, I say. You watch Star Wars and Empire and Jedi over and over again, and you love it every time, right? I was excited. Hedging my bets excited, but excited nonetheless to see how Lucas pulled it off. The Jonathan Hales experiment from Attack of the Clones was over, so it's just Lucas, which is a little nerve-wracking. It's the beginning and the ending of the movie that really kicked butt, isn't it? Everything with Anakin and Padme in between is about as wooden as it was in the last movie, so please let's not talk about that. Let's talk about a spectacular space battle to kick things off. One of the best things Star Wars movies ever do is drop you right into the middle of the action and let you catch up on the way. Capital ships pounding at each other, flyers, fighters flying all over the place. That was a great opening. And finally, a quotable line, Obi-Wan. So uncivilized. I laughed out loud at that, as I recall. Perfectly delivered, Ewan McGregor. Thank you. You, sir, have done yeoman's work in this trilogy, and you have not been duly recognized. What say you, Rebel Rousers? Didn't he do a fantastic job all around as Obi-Wan? He and Ian McDiarmid as Palpatine are the unsung acting heroes of these movies. They did masterful work with the slag heap scripts they were given, and if you told me that half their lines were improvised, I wouldn't be surprised. Ah, and the ending. I'd known from fan clubs and magazines as a kid that Obi-Wan and Anakin were supposed to have their big duel on a volcanic planet, and you can't say enough about how well that turned out. That's the scene I wanted to see more than anything else in the whole prequel trilogy, and God love you, George, you pulled it off. It's hands down the best lightsaber duel in all six movies. Absolutely incredible, everything I hoped it would be and more. You made me proud, George. And then you made Darth Vader go, No! And slice the legs and arms off of my pride. Oh, it's the worst, the worst. I don't care if it was supposed to echo Luke yelling, No! in Empire. I don't even know if you thought of doing that, George, but we're in a postmodern world. Didn't you see Austin Powers in 1997 where the guy yells, No! 80 yards away from a slow-moving steamroller? Huh. My kids don't seem to mind, though, so maybe all's well that ends well. All right, that's going to do it for us today. And one last note of gratitude for S.L. Perry, who gave us a five-star rating on iTunes and with it posted a review saying, oh, this has to be one of the best shows. And S.L. Perry, uh, he or she, shared a story calling all nerds everywhere. Here's a small story. My DJ name back in the day was DJ Red Five, which is pretty cool and also shows some dedication to Star Wars. So to get a five-star rating and review from someone with that level of dedication is pretty cool. And if you have not left a rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher, then please, by all means, do. It helps us get found by more awesome Star Wars fans like you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you engage those Star Destroyers at point-blank range, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not the shortest offensive of all time, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!